Yo, what's going on everybody? Sorry I'm running a little bit late. It is 1.02 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois, but it is time for another live stream. Today is Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. Normally we would do trivia on a trivia on a Tuesday, but thing the day just got away from me today. It was just one of those days. You know, I, I'm not going to completely blame the triathlon training for it, but it does take quite a bit of extra time because I did uh, a shorter but intense workout today. Then I also did a swim and then put those things together and a lot of my morning got taken up. I had a, uh, actually had a work call, I guess you can call them work calls, uh, about a potential new product that I'm going to be, uh, or service that I'm going to be testing out for the channel. So like just stuff to stuff to stuff. So sorry about that guys. I'm feeling a little bit flustered, but I'm here with my afternoon coffee, fresh brewed. So Things are all right, and now it's time to sell in for the live stream. Everyone listening in on the podcast, hope you guys are having a good run today. Hope it wasn't too hot. Today on my run, it was super hot. One of like the hottest days that I've run in in a long time. And not that the temperature was even that bad, but just like the humidity was unbearable. Got the workout done though. Uh, and then it did make it feel really nice to go swimming afterwards. Um, and then everyone watching on YouTube after the fact, welcome to you guys too. Uh, and hopefully you guys have a nice recovery beverage to enjoy while you're watching this. All right, let's see who we got here in the chat. We got Vincent Vineris coming in first, says, Happy Hot Tuesday, come on, fam. Yeah, it's a scorcher here in Northern Virginia. Yeah, it's hot here as well. Let me adjust this camera just a little bit. I just ate as well. I tried to just scarf down some food in between like the call and the live stream tonight. And I got some in some of the scruff. I'm not going to call this a mustache, but the scruff is coming back. All right. Mile 62 trail running channel says happy Tuesday to everyone. Very hot in Texas. Yeah, I bet. Um, I, I don't know how people train in Texas. It's just so hot. It's hot and humid. Same with Florida. Like, I don't know how you guys do it. Cause like, you know, in, at least in like Arizona, places like that, you could say like, oh, it's hot there, but it's not humid. But Texas, you're at, you got like Arizona hot, but you also have humid. So it's crazy. Kudos to you. Hopefully you're getting out there safe. All right, Frank says, is your Wally World bike-shaped object in Chicago? I think I might buy the shoes, pedals now, and start practicing with them before your bike gets there, maybe even a saddle. Um, it's not, uh, no, it's not here. So um, it's still in Iowa. Uh, we did buy a bike hitch. We bought a, a uh, we put, we had a hitch installed onto the, like a trailer mount thing installed onto the car. And then I also ordered a, uh, a bike carrier all that's in Iowa, as is the bike. But we were maybe going to go back this weekend. I'm not sure if we will or not. And then depending on what happens with the other bike situation, things move slow. This is why I buy a lot of the stuff myself. And I don't like to work with brands sometimes. Not because they're doing anything wrong. They're moving at their speed. But sometimes, a lot of times, I don't plan ahead enough. And I need to move quicker. So... Yeah, so it's stressing me out a little bit for sure. I do feel like I need to um, be riding a lot more, <laughs> but I'm not. So I'm concerned about it. I'm very concerned. All right. Affluent Journey says, hey, hey, from Fort Lauderdale, 98 degrees Fahrenheit and 68% humidity. That's crazy. Oh, he said 89 degrees Fahrenheit. Still, <laughs> either way, is hot. I mean, I don't think I would really notice the difference between 89 and 98 when it's that humid. Mark Jankoko here says, hello all. And Martha says, still terrible smoky air in Colorado, but it's supposed to improve by the weekend. So she can do her long run. Well, that'll be good. That'll be good. I hope so. I hope so. Those fires, just crazy. 
it just seems like it never never it never took any break from last year's fires you know all right we got all right the chat just jumped so i apologize if i missed your question i missed your comment but i'm gonna try to stay uh more in time with where you guys are all right um Let's see who we got. We got Eric Vensky says, yo, what's going on? Han Bozy says, hi, everyone. Getting weirder. I don't know what that means. Hmm. John's Conscious Life says, the vegan runner says, yo, what's going on, John? And Jay's here from LA. Says, happy Tuesday. What's going on, Jay? Ray Solar's knocked out five today. Nice. He's in his fourth week of prep for a half marathon. Good work. There you go. It's good progress. Mika says, evening all, busy day deputy mayoring, so no running for me. About to pick up a kettlebell, though, while watching the stream. <laughs> That's cool. Deputy mayoring? That sounds like fun. As long as, if it's like a one-day thing, like, but if it's like actual, like, I'm deputy mayor for, like, the next, you know, six months or so, then it's, you know, hard. But if it's like, I'm a deputy mayor for the day, that sounds like a lot of fun. I think I could do that. I would just, like, declare everything something-something day. Like, I would declare it Trivia Tuesday. I would declare it within the city of Chicago, like Taco Tuesday. Today is Taco Tuesday, officially by the decree of the deputy mayor. Like I would, I would do, th I would do stuff like that. That's what I would just do all day. No handling of regular business, because I'm just the deputy mayor for today. Tomorrow I'll be gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it's not like that for you, Mika. <laughs> Wicker World ASA Rock says, "Yo, Cohen, everyone." And Rainrunner says, it's not hot yet in Portland, but it'll be over 100 later this week. Yeah, I saw stuff from Ginger Runner was posting some stuff saying that it was nice and cool. He went out for some runs, got by some water, beautiful reflections, mountains in the background. And then he's like, it's going to be 100 later. And that just doesn't make sense to me for that to happen to you guys in Portland. I remember going to Portland. The last time I was in Portland, no, it wasn't the last time. But one time when I was in Portland... It was like 90 degrees for a couple days, and the city was freaking out. And this was a couple years ago. Um, but everyone was like, why is it doing this? What's going on? Because uh, you, you guys don't get that. It's so crazy. And it's happened a couple times already this year. All right, GT says, shoe question. Why do you think Kipchoge and friends were wearing the Vaporfly and x percent 2 instead of the Alphafly? Rupp had the Alphafly, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, we were talking about it yesterday, you know, Kipchoge probably would have still won that marathon no matter what shoe he ran in. And so I wonder if he's just being like, you know, no one wears but butter is bread is buttered, so to speak, and running in the shoe that they're pushing for this year. They're not really pushing the Alpha Fly this year. I don't think it's getting an update. So, like, but they're still, you know, making them, they're still selling a bunch of them. But I don't know if they need to, to push them. But the Vaporfly Next Percent twos are new for this year. So maybe that's what it is um or maybe you know because because i feel like no i mean before i go move on from that i do think that there's a high likelihood that the alpha fly was made with kipchoge's stride and mechanics in mind so i feel like it's not like ah the shoe didn't agree with him but i don't know he seems to be particular about uppers so maybe he preferred the upper on the next percent two this year since it changed from that what was it the uh vapor weave what, what was it it was like that it was kind of like that like baggy material not it wasn't baggy but like it was more like um it wasn't like a knit material um and so like this year it's changed quite a bit so maybe with the upper change he prefers it now i'm not sure i'm not sure um but for a lot of people it seems like a lot of people that are 
you know, capable of running like a one hour half marathon or in that range, people that are capable of running those speeds tend to prefer the next percent too, it seems. Mortals, normal people, seem to prefer the alpha fly for marathons. So that's kind of my, my take on it. Bryce Blankenfield says, do you ever wish you trained with a team? Sometimes. Um, sorry, if you're hearing like lots of music and stuff, the kids are watching Adam's family. It's actually a pretty good, the, ad, the animated one, the latest animated one, I actually really like it. Um, but that's what's in the background. But um, do I ever wish I'd train with a team? Sometimes. Um, I think it would be good to be able to like really gut it out on like some track workouts and stuff or some long runs with, um, you know, a lot of speed. You know, I think that's when it'd be good. Like, but like if I were on like a college type of team where we run together every day, I don't, I don't think I need that. I just don't, like, I just don't, it doesn't fit my day. Um, we talked about that yesterday a little bit too, talking about like, I don't really run with any of the run groups here because like, you know, it adds so much time to an exercise session to like commute to where everyone's meeting you have to get there early so that everyone's there on time you know and then you have to do the run and then you come back so like that you know it just adds up i don't i wish i had time for that i just don't um all right let's see what else we got here um oh daniel m i didn't see this did y'all see that atreya is winding down its subscription service didn't see that you know i have an email sitting in my inbox from like i think it's about getting the base model too i i need to respond to that i own i own a, a, probably a couple emails um yeah vincent says though about the alpha fly he's heard that they're making an alpha fly too i'd be interested in that i'll, I'll i would review that i'm not interested in reviewing the next percent too but i am very much interested if there's an alpha fly update even if it's an upper update, but that upper was, well, that upper, the material, I love the knit, but it crunched my big toe. My big toe is still messed up. I haven't run in an alpha fly in months, but my big toe is still pretty messed up because of it. Mm. Spicy Pretzel, giving us some more insight, says, I think Kipchoge said in a statement that the Vaporfly is better for racing slash variable paces, while the alpha fly is more for steady effort. Oh, I could see that. So if he's going to break two, he just wants to set it and forget it and go. Same pace, mile after mile after mile. Alpha fly. I could see that. I could see that. One's built. One's a grand tourer. One's built for the track or like the racetrack, so to speak. Not, not a running track. Okay. Oh, so it is getting enough. Tony has seen it. It's coming. Cool. All right. I'm excited. I'm very excited about it. Um, Affluent Journey says, I saw, I only saw one Brazilian guy wearing Adios Pro 2. He dropped. Everyone else is Nike. Nobody saw any. You know, I, I yeah. They, well, they would have had a really big finisher in Saucony if Saucony could have had their stuff together. I don't know what's going on at Saucony. I don't know what their vision is for their sponsored athletes. You know, like, at one point I was like, oh, are they going to drop all their sponsored athletes and just, like, start hitting hard on like social media influencers you know that kind of thing i don't get the sense that that's what they're doing so like, i don't know what they're doing it, do it doesn't make any sense to me um but like i don't know how you let so many people go and sign with other with other groups but um you know jc says he saw a few asics the metaspeed yeah i saw some of those too 
Um, and I mean, I do feel like there was a decent number, a decent amount of variety. Jake Riley ran in the on cloud booms, I think. So that was interesting. But yeah, definitely a heavy Nike field it looked like. All right. Mm. Yeah, Martha says she saw a lot of the Asics sky, like or the edge. It's hard to tell in the mirror. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to tell either. I, I mean, you can't tell by looking at it. You have to like put them up. It's the way I, I think of it. It's a lot like when I try to figure out what's blue and what's purple. I have to look at something as a reference, or maybe two colors next to each other, and then I can figure out maybe one's blue and one's purple. The Metaski Speed Sky and Edge, I have to look at them like put them next to each other, you know? So, like, otherwise I can't tell which one's which. Dami says, Your video on Runners Knee helped me out. The Sajgun was probably the best purchase this year for me. It makes bone rolling so redundant. Why don't you know those were carbon blades? I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that those were carbon blades. You know, I. Yeah. I, I, I thought that on the Primax. Well, I'm, number one, I'm glad that your runner's knee is getting helped out from the massage gun. Um, that's awesome. And why did I know the Primax was carbon blade? I don't know. I don't really... When I review a shoe, I, I actually try to do as little homework on it as possible. I do as much as I need to kind of like figure out, and I guess I didn't do enough. Because um, like if you read... You know, I don't read other people's reviews. I try not to watch other people's videos. Um, sometimes, you know, like a brand will kind of offer slash insist that you sit through like a presentation about the shoe, you know, and so I'll go to those virtually, but I try, I try to let just let the shoe speak for itself. And for some reason, the idea that the Prime X had carbon blades in it, just completely, I, I never picked that up. And it, it's still, when I think about it now, is really weird and I wish I had known about realized that or known about it before because I feel like that is an even bigger infraction of the world athletics rules than the stack height is not that it matters I mean I don't think that one rule is like worth three demerits and one is worth two or anything like that but like so some of the world athletics rules are you know 40 millimeter stack height that's the catch-all rule right but more specifically you're only allowed to have one let layer of carbon element or rigid element in there now the audios pro gets around it by having a plate in the heel and then the the energy rods in the forefoot but it's still on a single like plane right but you're not allowed to stack so that's also that's a very specific rule violation and then the primax having the energy rods and those carbon blades that's clearly a world athletics violation too so like it's doubly runs afoul of the world athletic athletic rules so, um, yeah, it's bizarre. I don't know. I just never, I never thought about it. Um, Frank Mahulier says, did the edge come out? Yeah, it's available on the ASIC site too. And, you know, I actually talked with Thomas about it, uh, when we were in Baltimore, we were chatting and he said that ASICs was like, we're not going to send you guys the, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'll say it. Um, he said that someone from, I don't know who it was, so I'm just, it's hearsay. But uh, he said that someone from ASICS was like, we're, we're not going to send it to you because it's more specifically uh, tailored to like the Asian preferences in terms of what they want in their running shoes. So it's a little bit firmer and we have a feeling that you guys aren't going to like it. So we're not going to send it to you guys. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. But they did, I don't know if Ben Johnson bought one of his own or if they sent one to Ben Johnson though, because he has both. Um, I need to talk to him more about it. 
I may be going to Minnesota soon, so maybe I could schedule in time to go for a run with him, pick his brain a little bit. Um, but, um, so, yeah, so it is out. But based on that, I'm like, I don't know if I'm, you know, I have lots of stuff that I'm super excited about. I'm less excited about a shoe that I'm like, oh, going into it, I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm going to love it, you know. So it's out. It's out there. Uh, let's see. We got a super chat here. Ray Sollers, the happy jogger, coming with a super chat again. Thank you so much, man. Says the SE shift, Saucony Endorphin shift, is arriving today. Reviewers seem to rule it out, to rule it solid, but no great shakes. Who do you think it is best for? I think it is best for people who want a little bit or even a lot of bit of stability in their daily trainers and want, um, something and like it's a it seems to be a bit of a firm shoe to me and a big and a little bit heavy and so i feel like it's one of those shoes that like it it moves it gets a nice there's a fluidity to it that i think is very smooth but it's not soft and cushioned even though it looks like it might be but it seems to me to be very very like structure it's very rigid in certain spots so like that's why i think it's a little bit like confusing to people doesn't always make sense i think of it as the daily trainer in that in the endorphin series but not a classic daily trainer it might even be like in the same category of like the on cloud stratus or the deviate nitro like a longer run shoe that you can run a little bit faster in but maybe not the best for a long run that's slow so that's kind of where i feel like it's it, I think it's a little bit ahead of time. That might be ultimately the best answer for it. All right. Oh, you guys are you're blowing up in the chat here today. Um, there's one that I wanted to do. That, so up here. Oh, yeah. Spicy Presser wants to know, how many miles did you put on the, Prime, put on the Primex? I hope 100. I'd love to take it to 100 to see if that thing softens up a lot over time. Just that much Light Strike Pro. I wouldn't think it would get, it would change a lot. But, like, with that much, you know, maybe maybe um luis has taken his uh vapor fly out for his august 22nd half marathon race i know you've been saving those he says they look like they need to have some action so much does haven't used them since march 2020 yeah well i'm glad that you're gonna get out there racing hopefully you have a really good time as far as shoes that you have to see next to each other to figure out which one's which shannon says i have to see the pro endorphin pro and the endorphin speed next to each other to know the difference you have to like memorize like which colors are on which that's the only way to do it because they do look similar for me the giveaway is usually the heel like but again you got to like memorize it but if someone's out running it's really hard to tell the outsole patterns are different too same pattern just different color you know accents but like if there's a lot of different colors that are out there it's going to get hard to kind of keep it all straight eric Vensky says is the clifton 8 worth picking up i think so i really enjoy the clifton 8 um i put them on the other day i think i put them on after running in the cloud stratus and oh man the cliftons felt so good they felt so soft and cushioned so like yeah i feel like you know they're they're on the softer end of the daily trainers so i i did enjoy it quite a bit all right um uh, fernando herrera coming in with a super chat thanks so much fernando says a lot of viewers say the clifton 8 midsole is outdated to the point of not being worth buying do you feel similarly you know, a lot of people say that, but I don't feel similarly. I really like what Hoka is doing with their EVA. I mean, they're getting a lot of mileage out of EVA, right? Because everyone's like, oh, EVA, compression mode the EVA, that's boring. But 
I'm, they're making it work. And I feel like, uh, for me, the Clifton keeps getting better and better. I feel like there was a, I didn't run in versions. I think I ran, the first one I ran in was five, maybe six. But I think before that, if you look at the reviews, the Clifton was all over the place for, in terms of quality control, sizing, fit, durability, like not even just durability, just like, like materials, like ripping and stuff like that. It was all over the place. I feel like from, from six to seven to eight, it's been getting refined. I feel like in a really nice way that I've been enjoying. So I, I like what they're doing with it. Um, you know, people have been saying like boost is dead for how long. And I will say like boost may be dead cause Ted Cruz killed it, but look at the endorphin series. It's like chemically a very similar compound and look how well it's being used. So it's like, you know, the, the foam isn't the entire shoe. You know, there's more to it than just the foam. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't read a lot of Clifton eight reviews, but I, I don't, I, I like what they're doing with it. I followed up. I should be getting the Rincon three soon. And pe it's also a compressible DVA foam shoe as is the Bondi X. So like pretty excited to be getting those shoes as well as well. Daniel M says Ted Cruz wears boost. Yeah, it's it, it was, <laughs> yeah. When he was trying to flee the country to go to Mexico, when uh, there was that ice storm that like crippled Texas because Texas refused to join the federal electric grid and wants to have a deregulated grid of their own. Which you know, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. But rather than like stay in his home state and make sure his constituents were you know had things like water. Um, or try to like you know contact the federal government for disaster relief. He was he was going to Cancun, and there's pictures of him at the airport in his Ultra Boost twenties. <laughs> it's one of, it's like one of my favorite things of last year. <laughs> it's just so funny. Um, all right. Uh, Chris Dyke says, "Hey folks, here for the back nine on my last day out." Oh well, thank you so much for spending it with us. I'm I'm honored that you do that chris hopefully you've had uh some good days off in the meantime um all right rainwater says i get a lot a lot of love for the seven uh rainwater said i just traveled and used the clifton seven as the daily walking plus running shoe love the clifton and how consistent it is i don't need anything flashy yeah race you can say but you gotta wipe your mouth first you got chocolate all over the place the baby wants to say hey but she just had a like nutella which is all over uh, Ray Stoller is saying he loves his Clifton 7s and have a lot of miles left to run on them. Yeah, you know what? I see... Oh, Sean Marshall also, too. I enjoyed the 7, but ultimately need something firmer as I did get some hip discomfort from all that stack. So for the 1080 is a sweet spot for Max Kush. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, that for me, the 1080 I thought was a little bit firm. So I... Um, yeah. So that, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, a lot of love for that clifton seven and carrie smith says the clifton eight was a nice shoe yeah um i was gonna say something i just completely forgot let's skip to the next all right here, here she comes now she, you, you clean up yourself there you mm -hmm. go say hi hi you still wearing jammies today mm -hmm. what movie are you guys watching adam's family yeah do you like it have you seen any other Adam's Family movies or just this one? This, this you know there's many. Hmm? Did you know that? 
There's ones with like like people, like actors, and not cartoons. Did you know that? Should we watch them? Yeah. All right. We'll see if we can find them. Okay. Okay. All right. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Brett Reed says, "Hey, I got my ideas. Primex yesterday. Only one tongue is stitched to the shoe. Is it supposed to be? Or is it like suit jacket pockets where they are sewn, but you take the seam apart?" I'll have to look. I'm trying to think. That tongue was weird. So, like, if a normal tongue, you know, like the normal tongue, it, it covers the top of your foot so that the sides of the shoe can come over it. On mine, it gets cut in like this a little bit. So it's like scalp. It's weird. That that tongue is weird. I'll, I'll, Brett, I'll, I'll go look at my, my Primex in a little bit to see, like, if they're, like, how they're gusseted or sewn in or not. I'll have to see. Jesper Berg says, oh, looking forward to the Rincon 3 review. Yeah, I am too, because they said that they changed the midsole. Like, it looks identical. But, you know, EVA, I think, is a malleable material. Um, not only from, like, a, from the consumer side, you know, it does change over time. But I think that in terms of, like, what you can do to the EVA, um, you can tinker around with, I guess, like, the ingredients or the production process to give it some slightly different properties. And they said that they made it as soft as the Clifton foam. That's some of the things that I've been hearing. But also a little bit more durable because, you know, people have been chewing up theirs or getting their shoes chewed up because chewed up because there's so much exposed foam. So they said they were going to address both of those issues in this Rincon 3. So I look forward to, to checking that out. All right. Um... Sean Marshall says, you think the Primex is weirder than the 10.9? I think I need to make a follow-up video. I think I need to make a weird shoe battle. I, I think there needs to be a, a completely unnecessary weird shoe battle. If I still had the Meta, the Meta Ride, I would put it in there too. Um, but yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe that would be a reason to get the Aurora BL. But I don't think the Aurora BL is weird enough to be, in this, to be included with the Primex and the 10.9. I think we're going to need something... We're going to have to find something super, super strange. So, yeah. Um, I think the 10.9 looks weirder. The Primex is weirder to run in. You know, believe it or not. But I just feel like the 10.9 is just like, what, what is going on here, guys? It's just so unstable in, in, in the turns. And Vincent's like, yes, he wants a weird chew battle. All right. Sean Marshall said, life is short, run in the weird chews. Okay, coming up. Probably next week probably next week um yeah rainer says the bondi x has got to be in the weird shoe battle maybe i'll have to see i don't think it's i don't think the bondi x is going to be that weird i think people are going to be like I, I don't know the bondi x doesn't come out till october so like i normally don't like to review shoes super early but like the moment i get it i'm going to put it on um because i have a feeling people are going to be like this is giant this feels weird and wrong but it's also right you know that's why i feel like it's going to happen I a new iPad case. Yes, you do have a new iPad case. That's nice. It's nice and squishy and like foam everywhere. Um, Martha it was weird shoe. Has like a it has a teal frame. It has a frame. That's right, and it's teal. And it matches the um, clay tools. Yeah. Martha says she wants a weird shoe race series where we have to race in them. But you're right about the RBL. It feels great despite its appearance. Yeah, see, I think that's going to be... I don't, I don't think that the Aurora Beale is that weird. Um, it's very different from Brooks, you know, but I don't, I don't think it's that strange. I don't know. Maybe I need to look at it closer. Maybe I've written it off as being a normal-ish issue. 
Terry says, I cannot express how much I want a pair of Primex. That weird shoe is playing weird and so very, very weird. I love, I love that energy. That's great. That's so great. Um, Sean Myers says, the next Olympics, will, will, there will be a half marathon for weird shoes only. Yeah, only prototypes. Like, only, like, <laughs> that'd be funny. Everybody, oh, man. Um, all right. Andor Kish says, I don't get the hype of the Mach 4. 150 miles in and the outsole is beyond worn and holes developing inside where the ankle is. That's strange, man. That's not normal. Are people running on dirt roads? That's the only thing I can think of if, like, your outsole is super chewed up. Like, what do your shoes look like on your other shoes at 150 miles in? Because, like, I could see it. It, Mine are wearing, too. I think I'm at, like, 70 miles on mine. Um, But I have specifically avoided dirt roads. Like, but like the dirt roads are over in Iowa. So like, cause I was like, that's, that's just going to eat them up. Uh, and I've been saving it for just the concrete and the pavement out here. But even then, like I'm still getting really good grip, even in water, like wet conditions. So I've been, I've been, I don't know if I'm lucky or I don't know, but I know that a lot of people have been mentioning that too. So I don't want to completely discount it, but it's just been very different than my experience with it. So I'm sorry to hear that it's not working for you. Andor. I, I, I've been really enjoying the Mach 4. All right. Andrew wants to know, is 40 miles a week in middle school too much? I would say it's not going to be too much if they're almost all easy miles. Right. Um, I think that like, you know, if in the off season now in the summer, I mean, kudos to you for putting in that work. Um, Cause it's hot and it's hard to be running 40 miles a week, but by the time like your season's about to start and you start having like you know formal practices and two a days you'll be in good shape you know you won't have to be you won't be playing catch up so you'll be in a position to start getting in some quality work once it's time to be with your coaches and stuff so you know i think that'll be good that mileage will go down as the season progresses which makes which which is what i would anticipate because you'll be putting in some harder efforts but as long as you're like for 40 miles a week in middle school for you know running you know 5k's i don't know what i don't remember I didn't run cross country in middle school. I don't think they had it for me in middle middle school. So like I don't know if they're if they run three Ks at the middle school age or if they run five Ks. But you know that's a that's a good amount of distance to be running in, in middle school. But I don't think it's crazy either. So like yeah, but I would just make sure a lot of it's easy and you know spend a lot of time doing your drills and stuff. So build up that leg strength. Oh, Kerry Smith says for the weird shoe battle, throw in the shoe without a heel. <laughs> That's a fun, you know, I mean, the Primex feels like it doesn't have a heel, you know, so it's very, very, <laughs> very similar. Thomasville says, does the iPad case have a drop? No, but it's super thick stack height, so it's max cushioned. <laughs> uh, Daniel M says, um, uh, where'd it go? Oh, I love new iPad case day and matching is very important. You know what did you, I don't know if you guys caught it, what she said it matches with. It matches with her, like, uh, she has like Play-Doh and clay sculpting tools. It matches. It's like a teal color that matches those. I don't, I didn't know that it was important to match those or if that's just like the other thing that she knows that is teal, but <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, she likes talking about it. All right. Will Dacus says, any shoe, shoe suggestions for a road 80, a road 80 K? That's a lot of that's a lot of K's on the road. Um, you know, I haven't tried it yet, but 
I would I would think about shoes like the Bondi X. I think that could be a really good one. I mean, I think that uh, Alpha Fly probably like the the best answer. Um, yeah, 80k. It's a double marathon. So, but yeah, I think an Alpha Fly would be a really good choice. Endorphin Speed, I think, would be a really good choice. So, like, I'd be less concerned about carbon and more concerned about cushion. Um, yeah. I'm guessing you're probably not going to do a shoe change in that. So I'd probably go with Alpha Fly. The 100K, the US ATF, like the USA 100K champion, she ran it in Alpha Flies. I think it was all on a track. But she did it in Alpha Flies, and she thought, said it was really good for it. I see, whenever I see those, like, 24-hour races that are on tracks like half the people have either next percents which is a little bit confusing for me um and alpha flies so that's what i see a lot of yeah um <laughs> eric Fensky says this nobody <laughs> and then running shoes companies say let's get weird with it i think that we like weird you know i think that uh i i, I like weird especially in like the running shoe category uh even if it's like a big miss because i feel like you know if everything's just safe you get boring shoes you get lots of boring shoes you know so yeah burp says hi michael i have an arthritic toe and want to try the cushiest shoe available what's the cushiest shoe you've ever reviewed thank you i'd probably say um i would go with the fresh foam more version three I mean, I, I definitely suffer from recency biases and primacy biases. Um, so, like, stuff that I've tried, like, just a little while ago, I tend to forget. Um, but first impressions and last impressions make a big impression on me. Um, so, I would say the Fresh Foam More version 3 is the most recent Max Cushion shoe that I've been really enjoying. I'm trying to think what else I, I liked. Yeah, I mean the Bondi is good, but sometimes the fit on the the Bondi and the fit didn't agree with me. I felt like for a shoe that is as cushioned as the Bondi is, it the the upper was too snug. So it's definitely worth considering. I think the Bondi, if you're talking about cushioned shoes, the Bondi should always be in the discussion. But like sometimes the fit, I feel like it leaves some wiggle room to be desired, literally, in my opinion. But those are the two that I would look at first. Uh, Shan says, guys, did you get the free bag of scratch from Strava? Just used it for my track workout today and felt great. Only complaint, I was still thirsty when it was gone and no water fountain. Oh, that's a bummer. You know, someone mentioned that the other day and I meant to sign up for whatever that scratch bag challenge was and I never did. Is, it still, is there still time to do that? I should do that. I could go for a free bag of scratch. I'm just about done with the noon endurance mix. I bought a tub of it. Um, just about finished with that. I've been enjoying that. I think I might try some of the element. We've been talking about that on the live stream a couple times. I might try some of that element next. And then, you know what I was thinking for? either This could either be a mukbang idea or it could be a happy hour idea. Someone mentioned, who I forget who it was. Someone mentioned Silk Ultra. It's a 20 grams protein per 8 ounce serving um, soy milk. They have it at the grocery store that I go to. So I was thinking... Maybe I'll do that and buy a whole bunch of milks. Because I'm, you know, I've tried all the different milks before. Mostly I've tried them, though, in different smoothies and stuff. I've never just drank them. 
like a America's Test Kitchen style, like blind taste test, or just even a taste test, like having them serially, you know, like one after the other after the other. So maybe maybe I'll do that. Get like an oat milk, an almond milk, a soy milk. I just feel like it's gonna hurt my stomach though. I don't know. But that's something that I'm I'm very curious about. Hmm. All right, Sean says, I really hope Saucony revamps the Freedom Line. My favorite, and they've been so close each time. But the new one is marketing as a CrossFit shoe or something. Is it? The 4? The Freedom 4 is? Well, I mean, I feel like it's got the right name to be popular with the CrossFit community. If they put a thin blue line on it, I feel like that it'd be like a, a top seller. But, may, I don't know, maybe. I, did, I didn't know that. I, I thought that, la- that last year, the Freedom 3, it was too squishy. You know, and so it just needed a little bit of, but it was also low stack height and squishy at the same time. So I was like, this is interesting. I felt like I was a little bit too unstable in that shoe, but I mean, it is called the Freedom. So, yeah, I hear you on that one, Sean. But I thought that the Freedom 4 was just like a minor update. So I didn't really look at it. I mean, I'll take another look at it. Not that I'm planning on doing CrossFit, but to see if, if that's in fact the direction that they went. Hmm. Interesting. Gorg 99 says, easy miles means ZO2 heart rate. That's what it means to me. You know, some people for that means conversational pace, but I feel like most people's conversational pace tends to get into zone three. But um, I think that um, easy miles means zone two. All right. Yeah, Carrie Smith also did the scratch bag challenge and waiting on a free bag to come in the mail. Yeah. Hmm. I'll tell you what, after the, um, we went for a run together in Baltimore, um, and, uh, Featherstone, 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 I don't know how she says it, I forget, I apologize, um, was there, as was the Believe in the Run crew, and some of the reviewers that had flown in for the weekend, uh, and then we stopped and finished at Thomas and Megan's house, and they had a big bag of scratch lemonade, and I never had the lemonade flavor, it just tasted like lemonade and it was nice um but yeah so what do the reviewers drink when they're running out there they drink scratch apparently featherstone likes scratch a lot it seems um i like scratch too i feel like um it tastes too much like just a regular drink though to me i kind of like it to be i mean maybe i'm just so primed by gatorade you know i grew up with it i grew up with the be like mike the like Mike commercials, you know, that like I need it to taste somewhat like artificial. That's how I like my gels too. Like that's why I don't love spring, I think, it's because it just tastes like food. I need it to taste like science a little bit, I guess. Um, but I do sometimes just have lemonade, like country time after a run. It's just really nice. A lot of sugar, <laughs> but it is really nice. Yeah, Anthony got the joke. He says, ah, if they made like a freedom line with a thin blue line on it, they may make make me never want to buy a sock again. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't think they'll they would do that. I hope that they wouldn't do that. That'd be weird. I mean even Under Armour wouldn't do that. Or or maybe they have, I don't know. If there were one company that were gonna put an actual thin blue line on their shoes, it would be Under Armour, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm maybe opening a a door I don't want to go into. Uh, Daniel M says, are you going to use clipless pedal on the tri-bike? 
Uh, that's a plan. And we'll see. If I use a Walmart bike, I guess I could put clipless pedals on the Walmart bike. Um, I mean, that that would mean that the, the the pedals would cost about half as much as the cost of the bike. So I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't know about that. Uh, Andrew Bosk says, my mom was looking at the cloud on Cloudflow. She didn't listen to what I was saying. My only reasoning was Kofuzi said so. <laughs> oh man, oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> oh great, that's awesome. Um, Sean Marshall says, how far away do you think we are from a Kofuzi club race? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to have a team. We'd have to get some kit, which I mean, really bad at that kind of stuff. And then. Um, yeah, maybe I, I need to talk to Greg. I gotta talk to Greg Itahara. Maybe we could work together on something. And then, um, then we'd have to like register as a team and stuff. Eh, I don't know. It could be fun. I think we should. All right, Daniel M says, in the book Running with the Kenyans, they would usually all buy sodas after their run. Thought that was interesting. I mean, yeah, they, it's got sugar, it's got salt in it you know um the bubbles are refreshing i can tell you i do like my post-run beers you know so like there's nothing i disagree with on any of that but like you know like coke like coca-cola is good during like uh, a long run for some reason it works i like the tailwind the colorado cola flavor delicious like a flat coca-cola i don't know why it's delicious but it is but then like if i think about like having like a diet pepsi after a long run <laughs> that just yeah it feel it'd be feel like a gargling with salt water i don't know maybe i should try it <laughs> maybe <sighs> shannon says oh Cole, i wouldn't go clip this without uh, training runs i tipped over and busted my hip so many times last summer it takes practice yeah you know i'm thinking about like getting not like you know my my sister-in-law had pedals on hers that she had Solomon shoes that just looked like regular, like casual shoes. And so like, and I think the other side, you could just pedal on the other side of them. So I feel like, you know, that might be more my speed. You know, I don't know. I'll have to look at it. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's so many levels that this triathlon is going to be a disaster. So it's going to be a comedy of errors. But I'm going to stumble through it. As long as I can make it past the swim cutoff time. I think the rest will be comedic and fun, but, um, you know, not making a mockery of the sport, not trying to make a mockery of the sport, but like, just, I'm really nervous about making the cutoff for the swim. Everything else is just going to be gravy on top of that. All right. Martha says we were dreaming of a Kufuzi weird mile, weird mile series this summer throughout the pandemic, and we should still pursue something in the future, Mike. Okay. All right. We can do it. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to fit it into the schedule. we got to figure out how do we fit it in the schedule? How do we do it? Yeah. All right. I, I'm going to... I'm going to... Two things i got to think about. i got to think about some more kit. Uh, I don't think we're going to have, have enough time for summer kit, but something. And then... And then the Weird Mile series. Yeah. New Metro says the Shimano PD M530 is... Speed on one side and platform on the other. See, that's that's what I that's why I think that's why I think that we maybe I need to go because I'm just thinking like there might be times where I want to be clipped in and there might be other times where 
I might not want to be clipped in, like if I'm just like riding to commute to go somewhere, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I guess like the pedals aren't that expensive because you can just buy many, but then you have to like have them somewhere and change them out. And you know, they're not like, they're not plug and play. You got to get tools out and stuff. Yeah. Shannon says, regarding the clipless pedals, though, after seeing your hurdle this summer, you're much more athletic than me, and since you won't have to, you won't have stoplights, maybe you'll be okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, here's why I'm worried. Here's where I am worried about the clip clipless pedals, is like me crashing into someone, like either like hopping on the bike, like coming out of transition, or coming, um, you know, going back into transition after the ride. Like that's where I feel like you know I'll be doing something that other people aren't expecting, some like an adult on a bicycle to do. Because I won't have experience, so, so that's my, my biggest concern. If, if I feel like yeah, I might fall down, that's then I'll probably go with it. But if I feel like I could be in danger to others, then I probably will stay. So that's gonna be how I to kind of decide. Uh, but Dan says Martha is right as always. Definitely practice clipping it. Yeah, I mean, I'll do. I'll, I'll definitely be doing a lot of practice. I hope I'm practicing soon. That's my goal. That's my hope. Um, Terry Farlong says strangest post training snack. I once talked with some Russian cyclists here in the UK, and they love Pop-Tarts. They were astounded when I explained they needed to be toasted and not eaten from frozen. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cool. Um, it's incredible. I mean, like, if you're looking at just the raw numbers, uh, I guess as a post-activity snack, I'm guessing a lot of sugar and a lot of salt. I'm guessing there's also a pretty high fat content, which might be nice to have after uh a, a strenuous workout is that something that people track do people count like fat calories when they're talking about their post i mean people talk about protein electrolytes sugar but they don't want to talk about fat what what's is it is that not good is it good i don't know it would seem to me to have like a balanced mix of things would be good maybe protein forward i guess but yeah i don't know Yeah, Terry says, Mike, don't worry. Everyone has a first time. Yeah. Yeah, we all do. You got to start somewhere. And Bryce Blankenfield says, triathlons require too much coordination for me to participate. Yeah, you know, that's what I thought too. But I'm just going to go in uncoordinated and figure it out. All right. Uh, I got to switch over to the webcam here real quick because I think the camera overheated but i also think it's probably a good time to end for today everybody thanks everyone for tuning in today's video just you know as i mentioned earlier the day got away from me it's i think it should be done rendering now so it'll be going up soon uh talking about a heart rate monitor and then tomorrow's video uh i'm gonna be talking about the endorphin pro 2 went for a run with that today spoiler alert it's the same shoe as last year i think so yeah, but that's what tomorrow's video will be about. I, I don't know if that, that makes the video really short and easy or not. I don't know, but that's what it'll be. And then uh, later in the day, tomorrow, we'll also do uh, another live stream, same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully, I'll see you guys then. But in the meantime, thanks, everybody. Be safe.